Hey, it's us, Amanda and Megan. Glad you're here. Grab your juice box. Let's dive right in. Well, it makes a lot of sense that we are doing this episode and that this episode comes out first because tomorrow might actually be the last day of summer. What are you talking about? Have you looked at the weather? No. Tomorrow is the last day of like 99 degrees. What? I love when meteorologist Amanda comes <gasps> meteorologist out. Meteorologist <laughs> Amanda's back in the seat, y'all. It's only been five seconds, but we're here. So, okay. Give me your weather rundown. What's happening? So, tomorrow is the last day of 99. And 99. 99 degrees. 99% humidity <laughs> with 99% hotness. Um, it's going to be 99. And then Monday, Labor Day, 75. It's like... The high? The high is 75. That's not the low. That's the high is 75. What? And there's no like going above 80 for like the next week. Really? Yeah. It just feels weird that all of a sudden it like is 99 to 75, which 75 is my ideal temperature. I love it so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, it's kind of a bummer because you remember someone texted us yesterday Mm -hmm. and said, what, what was the... Was a text again? Like before fall gets here. Oh, right, right, right. We'll have like one Christmas, another summer, and yeah, then like for first fall, second fall, and then it's back to summer, and then it's yeah. yeah, winter again. Which you shared with us a very fascinating fact that it has already snowed in Utah. Yeah, I can't what? about it kind of salty. Actually, I need to write back and be like, hey, I'm sorry for acting like a know-it-all. Because she like texted <laughs> you did not. Yeah, she texted us. I was like, hey, it's supposed to snow this weekend, and I wrote back. Actually, it already <laughs> snowed, and that was very know it all and I don't like that, but I'll, I'll text her back and apologize. But basically, it did snow already in Utah two weeks ago. There was a dusting up at King's Peak. Where's that? Uh, it's like, it's you know, where there's a cutout of there's a 90 degree angle mm-hmm. of our state. It's mm-hmm. like kind of oh, it's right, right somewhere there. tucked it's in, in the armpit, like right there. <laughs> <laughs> Yummy. Um, and they got a sprinkling of snow, so this is a really weird year whoa it's we're talking about snow in our first episode back recapping summer where do we live i don't know what is with you i'm surprised you're saying where do we live i feel like the question is more like how old are we because honestly (laughs) we are so why are we talking about weather like 60 years old we just spent five minutes talking about the weather (laughs) i really want to tell you this interesting thing about the weather (laughs) i can't wait so like so you know mount shasta like Shasta. <laughs> what? Okay. I'm serious. I saw this like reel and I just have been like reeling ever since I saw it. Ooh. Pun intended. Uh-huh. You know, all the drought that has just like had America in its grasp, right? Sure. This drought. Sure. It um it like completely depleted Mount Shasta. Lake Shasta, excuse me, Lake Shasta in Northern California. Uh-huh. Just like depleted Lake Powell. Remember right. how like yeah, last yeah, year, it was way down. People were finding like bodies and cars and skeletons, like all these creepy things because- Bodies and skeletons. <laughs> That's a good point. Just skeletons. No bodies. And people. Just people. People everywhere. <laughs> it's like a little graveyard under there. That's so gross. I should say that. I should not say it's that. It's turned into an Halloween episode. <laughs> but anyways, everyone was talking about how low it was until we were discovering things that have been like lost for decades. Mm-hmm. Long story short, I saw this reel where Shasta is like depleted. It honestly looked like a puddle this year. It is the highest it has been in like a hundred years. It looks like a different landscape. It is beautiful. Wow. They're natural circadian rhythms of weather. We mm. went through like severe drought. Mm-hmm. Now we're like in water aplenty. Like, you think that's going to last? No, I don't know. It might last for the next year and then we might yeah. drought again, but like it's going to be cool, guys. You just, you just love it right now. 
I just like that the the sense of panic is less panicky. It's more like <laughs> be aware. Okay, uh. that's what it is. Doesn't it feel that way? Uh, yeah. Am I still turning off the water in yeah. between every like shampoo and then body wash and then conditioner and then yeah. yeah, yeah. You turn off the shower absolutely. As you scrub save water. No way. Yeah. Are you? Serious? I am committed to saving the Great Salt Lake. Aren't you like freezing? No, it's like an enclosed shower. What? Built character. <laughs> I think you already have some. I know you. You don't need any more. <gasps> wow. Okay. Well, yeah, I don't so know. So I still do that. I'm uh, still yeah. a little concerned about the water situation. I don't know why I'm freaking out because actually, when I was at my mother in law's house, who lives in Los Angeles, mm -hmm. she is next level drought precautions. Do next tell. level. What does that look like? When you turn on the shower to warm it up, you have to put a bucket under the faucet so that it will catch all of the water that is being wasted. What? And then you have to go use that to water the plants. That's brilliant. Yeah. And so this last time I was at her house, uh -huh. we all came back from the beach. So all of my family was showering and we were running low on water. And I knew that by the time I got in person number six, she was going to be like on red alert. So I did turn off the water as I was shampooing my hair. And you know what? It was unpleasant. I did not care for it. <laughs> and it really motivated me to speed up my shower. I was like, okay, I'm just, I'm not going to linger. I'm going to get out. Like, So when your kids shower, you also leave the water on the whole time. Oh, Megan, that is like, can you imagine the absolute mess, the tsunami that would be in my bathroom if I'm going in to turn off the water every single time? Wait, do your kids do that? I turn the water off when my girls cannot shower by themselves, right? Okay. okay. Our bathroom setup is a little wonky. Are, right, like we okay. don't have a tub. Well, you do. You just don't use it. But we yeah, know okay, because I'm with you. it's not. It's yeah. not usable. Okay, it is. It's beautiful. Okay, one day we'll take the people. On, we'll take the people on a tour of your house. The, the people want to see people. It's beautiful. It, you have a the beautiful tub. tub that's been painted black and white. It's beautiful. Sure, it is. Yeah, okay. So, anyways, what's the point that you have to shower your kids so you make them sit in the freezing cold? Children, wash that <laughs> off. <laughs> I do. I we get them all wet. We get the girls wet. And then turn the water off so they can shampoo their hair and then turn the water back on and rinse their hair and then turn the water off so that they can wash their bodies and put the conditioner in their hair and then turn the water on and rinse off and then they get out. I would like you to call one of your children down right now so I can interview them about this. This is bananas. What? I want to know if anyone else does this. Do you think it's, did you start this for the drought? Uh, not, yeah, for me, yes. Like you didn't grow up for doing the this. girls. No, but for the girls, it just made sense. Why? Cause it Why? just, it feels like it wastes water. I don't know. Hmm. That's not more of, it's not for the drought. It's just because it feels wasteful period. They have very long hair. It takes forever to rinse their hair out. And so I take the, you know, we have one of the little faucets that can Oh, uh-huh. Un uh -huh. Unattached, a, detached. A detached. Yeah. Yeah. And I use that to rinse their hair to be efficient. Huh. I don't know. Huh. I don't feel like a mean parent, but then you Honestly, look at me that way, like and you're I think in Little House on oh. the Prairie, and you're like, they're like in a barrel, and you're just like taking well, like like a watering can, and like, hey, we're gonna rinse out your like. Kind we've got to keep way, the Kansas it? roots real. Yeah, I like that. That's, I mean, that's basically like that. how people in Kansas still shower is yeah. just from water from the well. Yeah, I mean, if you <laughs> thanks, Timmy. <laughs> Timmy, I mean, if you're telling me that you're doing it to keep your family history alive. I am here for that. If you're telling me that you're doing it for the drought. For the environment? No. Absolutely not. <laughs> Straight to jail. Okay. So, yeah, we're basically <laughs> geriatric that we have this whole conversation about droughts. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah, all right. Okay. What are we talking about? We're talking about summer. summer. Yeah, we're talking about summer. It's over. Um, Clearly, thanks to the snow. Yeah. 
I how do you I, feel about that? I think I'm coming to terms with it. So we don't have mm. school tomorrow, which is officially last day of summer. We will be going to the lake. I invited you. I invited a bunch of people. We're all going to go to the lake. I think that's a good like tip your hat to summer. Yeah, it feels like a good send off. Um, I am kind of sad to start wearing sweaters. I don't. You're really, sad. Yeah, I know everyone's all about mm. sweater weather. That SNL ruined that for internally, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, do you like wearing sweaters? Oh, you're wearing one right now. I'm wearing course. one right now. Yeah, of course. Yes, yeah. absolutely. I do. I love sweaters. Yeah. Just feels so cozy. Yeah. I just get Even so when hot it's 98 now. degrees outside. Oh my goodness. There have been so many reels lately about women in Utah. Like the last week of August. Wearing sweaters. Yeah. They are yeah. real. Why? I'm wearing mine in my house. Yeah, in your house. And in the mornings when I drop yeah. my kids off because yeah. I'm wearing my workout clothes yeah. underneath. But everywhere I've mm-hmm. gone, it's still hot outside. I saw a woman wearing boots up to her knee the other day and I literally wanted to roll them I went up like are you sweating <laughs> are your ankles sweating in there like, <laughs> what the are ankles you doing sweat. <laughs> yeah like what in the heavens <laughs> I don't know we'll so. talk more about sweat yeah, I yeah, love that yeah well so yeah I'm I'm sad to see it go but there's there were little annoyances from this summer mm. I am not sad to see go like let's let's get going the Roomba has been going on full speed all mm. summer long the Roomba needs a rest, frankly. So there's a few things that I'm happy to see go. How are you feeling? The poor Roomba. Uh, well, while you were in slight mourning over there, okay, sort of. You love summer more than I, I do. really do. I'm over here doing the happy dance. Yeah, we've yeah we've returned to routine. Uh huh. And the uh, desperate escape from the summer chaos and clutter. Yeah. All the, the parties and the camping and the trips. It's just clutter everywhere. True. Which you'd think if you're home all the time, you wouldn't have as much clutter. You have Mm-mm. time to take care of it. But no, because everyone is home all the time, it just right. builds up. Yeah. Like I was kind of drowning in the summer yeah. clutter. Yeah. So I it am real. thrilled. Yeah. Thrilled. I get that. That summer's coming to a close. I get that. The first week of kids being back in school, mm-hmm. I did reorganize everyone's closets. Yeah. I went through all the closets and dumped a Good big pile you. and went back in. Because it was, it was just... You can't keep up with it in the summer. Mm-mm. And so you almost need everyone to be out of the house to get it done. Physically gone. Right. Away. Right. Yeah. Away. Yeah. To do anything. Away. So all these things considered, mm-hmm. we have coined this term, summer sweats. Mm-hmm. Because we've all heard, don't sweat the small stuff. But honestly, these things are small. And it, and with the heat, it causes us to, to sweat buckets. And so we're going to validate our listeners who are also sweating buckets about things from the summer. So we asked the listeners, what gave you the summer sweats this year? All right. And how many times are we going to say sweats in this episode? It's going to become like that word moist. By the time we're done, we're all going to be like, oh my gosh, disgusting. Summer moistness. Oh, please. (laughs) I just had Right behind the knees. Oh, my lamb. You're going to miss that. Okay. (laughs) Speaking of things that sweat. Okay. One listener wrote in and said, the water bottles and cups constantly all over the counter. Yeah. If you have a water bottle, no cup for you. That is what is giving them the summer sweats. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Do you have a hack for this issue? I feel like you've probably solved this problem. No. All I know is that I kept buying these dollar water bottles from the dollar section at, at Target. Why? Because I kept thinking, where are all the water bottles? Where are all the water bottles? And then my sweet husband, who just is as tender as they come, he does the dishes all the time. Bless his soul. I love that. Please keep doing that. But he would put all these dollar water bottles on the bottom shelf of the dishwasher. 
So what do they come out like? They come out like a like a freaking like warped spoon. <laughs> melted. Yeah, all melted. <laughs> so thank goodness they're only a dollar. So no, I don't have a solution. My solution is buy crap, then throw it away, which kills the environment, and then feel bad about yourself. Go to bed feeling bad about yourself. That's my hack. <laughs> That's super helpful. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. But I know you. No. You really did do something to hack this. No, this problem doesn't bother me. Mm. But it's probably because for the most part, my kids just leave their cups in the kitchen. They are not allowed mm. to take cups out, outside of the kitchen ever. Oh, so presumably Period. you think that this listener's cups are traveling all over the house and Maybe. that's what's driving them crazy. Maybe. I mean, okay. it does say cups all over the counter. Yeah. I do think colored cups, right? So the kids remember, oh, I was oh. drinking out of the pink cup. Or I was drinking out of the gray cup. You know, Ikea for the win. Yeah. Everything's color coded. Yeah. But also, if the kids come inside from playing and want to drink, they are promptly redirected to the bathroom sink to drink straight from the faucet. Great. You do not need a cup. Great. Please go to the faucet and return your cute little body outside. Fantastic. I love that. That's my solution. But I think you've trained your kids to hold on to their cup, right? I think I've seen, because my kids, they'll have one drink and then they throw it in the sink. And probably oh, in the yeah, last no. month, I've started saying, hold on to that for lunch or hold on to that for dinner. Like, you don't need to wash it. Yeah. And I think yeah. if it has, well. well, and my kids mostly drink water. They'll drink yeah. milk at breakfast, but then for the rest of the day, it's water. Yeah. And so just leave your cup there. Yeah. It's not going to get yucky. I no. don't know. It's fine. Use it. Use it all day long. Yeah. I mean, you've got to tell that. <laughs> so your daughter was over at my house earlier this week. And oh, for Lund, you know, my children are obsessed with liquid IV. Like they're always asking for quote unquote juice, uh-huh. liquid IV. And, um, and so my son says to your daughter, would you like some juice? And she's like, yes, of course. So we like, <laughs> they said it exactly like that. Yeah. Would you like some juice? May I present you with liquid IV? Um, and she said, yes, please. That's so thoughtful of you. Thank you so much. She's Southern now. Southern <laughs> Belle. <laughs> Basically. Uh, so, she, so she's like, my son makes her some juice and she drinks it. And she's like, this is gross. Or she's like, this tastes weird. And I look at it and I'm like, what's weird about it? I'm like, have your mom taste it. And you taste it. And you're like, it's fine. And then I taste it. And I'm like, this is delicious. And you're like, oh yeah, she just doesn't like juice. No, I have no. And she looks at me, she's like, yeah, I don't like juice. I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) We asked you if you want juice. She's like, yeah. And it was really good juice. I was like, this is most bizarre. So she just doesn't drink juice. She does not appreciate Really anything besides water. If we go to McDonald's or Chick-fil-A and say, what would you like to drink? She'll get a juice box or a chocolate milk. And 90% of the time they end up undrink. No way. She just wants water. Or at a restaurant. That's the worst. When you sit down at a restaurant and she gets a kid's drink and then two sips in, she goes, can I have some water? What? No, you will drink that $2.69 chocolate milk. Drink your chocolate milk. Soda. Doesn't like soda. No, she does not appreciate it. She'll drink it sometimes, but most of the time, she just wants water. That is something else. It's very weird. I mean, I love it. Sure. Stick with it. Like, encourage it. Yeah. means I get to drink the juice or the soda or the chocolate milk. Yeah. Well, that is amazing. Works out well. That's amazing. Okay, this next listener, they said that noise and constant eating have been giving them the summer sweats. Mm, Quite a few listeners mentioned the sheer amount of foods that their kids were consuming during the summer months. So let's break this one down into two categories. Okay. They both need to be addressed. First, yeah. the noise yeah. of children. Uh, yeah. The other day, I accidentally snapped at my husband because mm-hmm. there were eight kids under the age of 11 in my home I, all at one time. 
I was here. I just happened to knock on your door when that was happening. Mm -hmm. Even I walked in and was like, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, what, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> like, it was a lot. To your credit, it was a lot. It was not boring. Yeah. And then I was trying to pack my family for a road trip that right. we were leaving on that same afternoon, like within the hour. And within about a 30 second time span, I think I heard the word mom eight times, immediately followed up by my husband yelling, dear, from downstairs. And I, I snapped in a loving way. <laughs> what does Maybe that look not. like? I love you so much. <laughs> Stop it. What does that look like? It looks like if one more person says my name again, I'm going to lose it. Yeah. yeah. And my husband was not amused by that, that response. That was hilarious. But once I took a deep breath and explained my behavior, he was quick to forgive. Yeah. But it was overstimulation. Yes. At its peak. Yes. It didn't matter who was going to be that last person to call for me. They yeah. were going to get their head chopped off yeah. in a loving way in a loving way with a big hug i'm gonna hug you tell you i love you so much <laughs> i'm trying to convince myself <laughs> uh yeah oh, it was goodness. it was not great but you yeah. madame oh dear are the queen of keeping it cool you are you never seem to be affected by noise who are you talking about what are you what are you, you saying i've seen you in houses full of our children uh -huh. and it never bothers you okay and in rooms full of lots of people uh -huh. you walk about conversing like it's no big deal and i'm over there like internally telling myself to take deep breaths yeah. because there are way too many people and way yeah. too much noise in this room i mean probably because i do because i'm i'm probably legally deaf in each year like i don't know <laughs> i don't hear it but but okay let's back up for a second mm. do you remember probably um a year and a half ago. No. There yeah, yes you do. <laughs> there was one day where you said to me, my at the time 2-year-old will not stop talking and you're like it's driving me crazy. And I remember you like said this like a few times in a few different situations and you're like I'm not joking Amanda, she just doesn't stop talking. And I remember at the time thinking to myself like what could she possibly like what how, how much noise she, could she be making? How much talking she, could she be doing? She's two, right? I just remember being in severe denial. Well, I need to publicly apologize for thinking <laughs> those thoughts. Because this last road trip, mm -hmm. my husband turns to me and he says, wow, uh, our two-year-old, Claire, she her vocabulary has really developed. Lucky and, you. Thank you. That's wonderful. She's so that's gold, She's gold star so parenting. Way to go. Yeah. And, uh, but the point <laughs> is that she does not stop talking. And between her and my four-year-old, it has gotten to the point where, especially on our road trip, when we were in the car for 12 hours altogether, mm -hmm. I would just ignore. I literally would just not respond. And my husband would look at me and be like, D they're calling your name. And I would look at him and say, <laughs> I heard it the first time. And I would turn to the kids and be like, you also have a father. Ask dad. And my kids would be like, but mom, and I'm like, no, ask dad, ask dad, because it is the constant. It's, it's now all of my kids can talk. Not just when you told me this, only two of my kids could really talk. Mm -hmm. Now that four can talk, I have started driving around with earphones in my ears. <laughs> you have not. I have. I almost took a is picture of you the safe? other day. No, <laughs> no, someone could have a bloody nose back there. I don't even know, <laughs> but it's just the constant. Mom, mom, roll my window down, roll my window up. Look at that dog. Look at that fire truck. Look at the fireworks. Like everything that I'm like, you guys, please. The spirit cannot abide. <laughs> I can't. I can't abide. 
like pull it together. So we've started doing the quiet game mm. every single night in our home. Mm -hmm. Like if we are all here, we do the quiet game without fail because I need my children to know that we have got to practice quiet. Your I family, they actually play the quiet game because my kids yeah. are like, yeah, we see right through your thinly oh, veiled really? plot. We know what you're doing. Oh, yeah, they will yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're not, they're not into the quiet game. Yeah. Well, no, we do the like statue, like they literally, we say you are only allowed to blink and breathe. Those are the only things. And we set a timer for two minutes and. Two minutes. Two minutes. And I'm getting it longer and longer every time. But my four-year-old, he can, he'll, he'll twitch, mm -hmm. but he will sit still and won't move now. For the two statue minutes. game. Yeah. And I That's say, whoever call. moves, I'm going to add an extra minute. Like I'm rude about it. I'm, I mean about in it. In the car or do you do this at home too? We mostly do it at home, but we, we mm. have done it in the car, but it's mostly at home because Megan, it's nonstop. I know. The only time I have quiet is when I'm dreaming and I'm <laughs> unconscious. That's no, not right. All my kids get out of the car. I'm like, bye, drive away. But even then, I've got silence. the two-year-old. You've got silence. Oh, that's true. You just like you sob do. in your silence. <laughs> they, all, they all shut the door and Claire's like, mom. The angels start singing and I go, mm -mm, no, not right now. No, no. I don't even want that. I just want silence. It's too much. Just silence. The so. listeners aren't paying enough for, I mean, they're not paying anything, but we should be paying so much. <laughs> We're not paying enough for them to listen. That's what I'm saying. We're not paying enough for them to listen. If we have this complaint, we cannot be the only ones. Solidarity. Kate. There are other moms out there yeah. who also have very bright children who yeah. never stop talking. That's yeah. what I tell myself. They're just so bright. They're so bright. That's why they never stop talking yeah. ever. Well, the other thing you can do if you're really having a hard time, you can just do it. Do the Amanda method, which is you turtle. You. <laughs> I know. Excuse me. I know. All middle school teachers around the world are laughing their heads off. But really, you just go within. And you just... <laughs> You just, Megan, how do you describe it? I can't describe it. I wish you had a video because your head just keeps That's what I do. farther down. When it gets so loud and yeah. I and I cannot handle it anymore, often I will disappear into my soul. <laughs> how do you do how do I describe it? I don't know how to describe it. But I, I wish just, you would teach a master class just, on this. I need it. This is the master class. Get with it, guys. <laughs> you just pretend that no one's there. You pretend you're alone in the world and I just put it all out and I just go into my shell and I just pretend that I'm not there. And often my kids just forget that I'm there because I'm being so quiet and they leave me alone. Yeah. How long do you hide there? I mean, as long as it takes. If you're going to be an actual turtle or tortoise, you have to actually become the turtle or tortoise and you really have to like get into character and you just tell yourself, I'm just going to wait here until they leave me alone. Does it work? Uh, most of the time. I think Whoa. because they get tired of like me not responding. Mm -hmm. I literally just kind of, if, if I'm wearing a sweater, it gets even, you know, I really get into the turtle mode. And, and here you just said you're not a sweater weather lover. I only wear turtlenecks for that reason. <laughs> so you could also mm -hmm. do the turtle method. If the earphones don't work for you, try turtling. <laughs> they both sound super safe while driving. Yep. Yep. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Just keep your eyes uncovered. That's all you need to know. Jeez. Okay. So the other complaint was the food and snack consumption, which mm -hmm. everyone is talking about this. I just saw someone the other day post about their grocery budget and they've got like two kids and they said, you know, we're like spending $400 at Costco, which we spend four to $500 at Costco yeah, who's, regularly. It was not at this point. Yeah. So that was the other hard thing is mm -hmm. just it is 
food is expensive. And when everyone's home, you're eating a lot. Mm-hmm. And we have a really good listener friend in Arizona. And she had like something really sweet to share. Do you want to share that? It was just so sweet. Yeah. When listeners kept writing to us about the trials and tribulations of feeding kids, especially preteens and teens, yeah. I kept thinking about this one particular friend that we have. We run with her a couple of times. She is delightful and follow her on Instagram. And she's often sharing stories and posts about being surrounded by and feeding kids. Sounds dreamy. Yep. So I asked her for some words of wisdom or some encouragement that we could share with our listeners. And for a little backstory first, this incredible mom has three kids, all teens and preteens, and her oldest son plays football and wrestles and Last December, he was diagnosed with acute lymphoblastic leukemia. Now, when it comes to feeding the masses, our friend says, sometimes when I'm with the team, football team, wrestling team, any of the teams, I feel like all I'm doing is pounding food or talking about food. Not once have they complained about it. In fact, they ask me, what are you feeding us this season? Or ask me if I'll make my famous cookies for after the game. This past Saturday, I fed the team breakfast, took seven of my son's friends on the boat and fed them lunch, and ordered Instacart while on the boat to then barbecue that night. I think there were 40 teenagers here, all football players or wrestlers and a few cheerleaders sprinkled in there. One of the boys came up to me and said, you know, you have fed me all my meals today. I honestly choked up because he put his arm around me. He knew I loved him and would take care of him. I just love it so much. They mostly call me mom. It's the best title. Food brings people together of any age. Spiritually, that's what the Savior did. He made sure everyone was nice and fed before his beautiful parables. It's comfort. It's a source of strength. And right now, with Joey, her son, having cancer, it's healing. Watching him gain weight is a victory. Watching him crave food and it not make him nauseous is a victory. Yes, food is expensive. So we're trying to be mindful when eating out, not wasting, having leftovers and healthy stuff, but stuff kids will actually eat. I just can't buy stuff for the sake of being healthy and then it all go to waste. And we make a lot from scratch. My kids love a home-cooked meal any day and sometimes that's all I can offer them. My widows might. I say, make the food. Fill up the fridge with protein drinks, body armor, some sodas, make the cookies, bake the bread, cook the lasagna, invite the friends, order the pizza. You make the food, they will come. And if you establish order, like cleaning up after yourself, not just raiding the pantry, they will respect your home and have boundaries. I think that's really beautiful. I think that's really beautiful and really well said. When I was in high school, I would go home often to have lunch at my house and we would bring friends and my friends and I would just rotate houses. Mm-hmm. And um, all of my siblings have done this because we all live close to high school. And there's still a handful of times a year where I will be somewhere with my mom in public and like a 20-something-year-old guy will stop her in the grocery store and be like, hey, Mrs. Hanks, I ate lunch at your house like so many times. I love those burritos or I love those corn dogs. And Aww. we would call her on our way home because, you know, we didn't have can we text back that? No, there wasn't text. But I feel like I'd call her and be like, hey, I'm on my way home. And she'd be like, okay, I'll throw in some corn dogs or something like that. Mm-hmm. So she fed us a lot. And I I think that is a really time-consuming and expensive, but easy way to show love and acceptance for your kids and their friends. And I would like to take on this 
this example from our friend. I think mm-hmm. that is really wise. I'm going to I'm going to put this into practice. Yeah, well, we talk about parenting paydays a lot, right? Mm. And I think that's where this comes in that even though it's not actual money you're being paid, this is worth way more. This is the kind of payday that I think we're all after as parents. Yeah. So, well, you'd rather it. have them at your house mm-hmm. than at someone else's house or out on the street doing, doing something like they're not homeless all of a sudden, but like they're digging their yeah, trash yeah. cans for their school. Lunch. <laughs> Where did you have lunch? Pizza crust. Oh man, yeah, no. But you know what I mean. I'd rather yeah. have my kids at your house or my house than yeah. like at some random person's house that I don't know. Yeah. So that's yeah. why I'm, I guess I'll do that too. I'll make the bread. I'll cook the lasagna. I'll make the cookies. Oh yeah, please. I do not <laughs> bake. Yeah, you, you're in charge of the baking. Love it. Okay, another listener said the I'm bored when we've already gone to the pool and or park for most of the day gives them the summer sweats, the moist knees. Eesh, the moist knees. <laughs> okay, but Amanda, when your kids say they're bored, what's your go-to response? Well, I'm not as nice as you. I occasionally say what I have heard you say. Mm. Actually, probably most of the time I say that, but if I hear it multiple times, I will say, okay, you want to clean a bathroom or you want to play extra piano? Because say, tell them what you say, because that's usually what I say. But sometimes it just gets to the point where I'm like, okay, well, then I'll make something for you to do. And it's something you don't want to do. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know that it's a nice way for me to say it. But when they come to me and say they're bored, I say, I'm sure you'll find something to do with your time. Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. And I, similarly, I usually say, I look forward to seeing what you come up with. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. It's good. It's fine yeah. to be bored. I don't really care. Go for figure sure. something out. Well, <laughs> yeah, our two kids today, they were over in my yard while I was working on podcast stuff. And they they were kind of just like moseying around, moseying around. And before I know it, they both had picked up a pair of scissors. I was just over there snipping leaves. And I thought, <laughs> see, that is boredom. Our that. kids are really good at being bored. Uh, sometimes too good, but yes, indeed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh that's true. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. So this next submission says... The tracked-in newly cut grass clippings, and it sticks to everything, and it gets inside the house. That's what gives them the summer sweats. Mm, Okay. Let's explore this conundrum. Okay. From another angle. Yep. Listeners from previous summers know that we are big proponents of what we call the summer feet. Love it. Mm -hmm. Those grubby little piggies. They bring us lots of joy. Uh, And why? Because it means our kids have been outside. Yeah. Exactly where we want them. Yep. So... Dear frustrated listener with sweaty, moist knees, <laughs> we hear you. And next time you're cleaning up tiny shreds of lawn off your kitchen floor, please remember it is a direct result of your kids having been outside. Yeah. Living creatively, being inspired by nature, and utilizing their critical thinking skills. Oh, that was just so beautiful, Mother Megan. That was well said. My only other advice is to get a Roomba. <laughs> you won't regret it. Nope. Another parent says, the constant cleaning up after everyone. Oh, amen. Mm. Amen. Okay. What do you got? Uh, okay. For this topic, I Googled how to keep your house clean with kids in the summer. And tons of websites popped up with yeah. like five easy chores for kids or 32 tips to maintain a tidying routine or 100 ways to make cleaning fun for kids. Those are actual titles. But my favorite headline said, quote, want to keep your house clean during the summer months? Send your kids outside as much as possible, end quote, period. Actually, period comes before the end quote, so whatever. But that was it. That was it. I mean, like, did you read those and think to yourself, you don't have kids? Yeah. Like, five easy chores for kids? 
Um, I can't think of a single tour that my that my kids would deem easy. Like every single one, they're like, "This is the worst. I want to move houses." And I'm like, "Okay." Send me your new address. Like, <laughs> like you know, 32 tips for maintaining a tidy routine. 100 ways to make cleaning fun for kids. In what world? Spoiler alert. There are no fun. No, there are fun. <sighs> what are you talking about? Where, where, what? Sometimes, randomly, if you turn on music, we do sort of typically have a little bit of fun cleaning. It doesn't last long, though. It's it not, doesn't last long. Like, I think that's the, the misconception yeah. here, is it makes it sound really easy. And every now and then, it might be a little right. easier. Like, right. they might fight you a little less. Yeah. But 99% of the time, it's just awful. It's awful yeah. to make your kids do chores. It's yeah. awful to try to keep a tidy and routine. And you cannot come up with 100 ways to make cleaning fun for kids. No. It's a lie. And that also seems like so much work. Who, someone without kids put that list together. That takes too long. <laughs> yeah, if you have enough time to sit down and make 100 ways for cleaning no. to be fun for kids, you clearly don't have them. No way, ma'am. But, but, I mean, at the end of the day, it's not about... It's not about it being fun, right? That sounds terrible. <laughs> but it's about the principle, right? right? My kids clean the bathrooms every single Saturday. Some mm -hmm. parents have their kids clean every day. Whoa. Which is really cool, but I don't think I could do I don't we don't have time. Mentally I could not do it. Well, That's all they do is much. take like a Clorox wipe and they have to like wipe the counter, wipe the toilet. Like oh. I know a lot of families who do that. Hmm. We don't have the time for That's, that in the morning. That's clever. Idea. I get the idea. I get it. And I actually don't have an issue with it. But um, it's more about the principle, right? Mm -hmm. I want my kids to know how to do X, Y, Z. My nine-year-old, she just learned how to do laundry and like she has really owned it. Like Good for her. It's, it's not about being fun, you guys. It's about reality. And you need to let it, it's going to slap you real hard in the face. And you just got to turn the other cheek and scrub that toilet. Can I tell you a story about laundry? Oh, please. I didn't do laundry growing up. Ever? Ever. Okay. Which was fine. I don't know. I didn't have any complaints. My mom, I don't think well, ever sure you didn't have it. any complaints. I, I mean, I was, <gasps> Mother, let I me tolerated do laundry. it. I tolerated okay. it. Okay. <laughs> so I went to college. And moved in and had to do laundry for the first time. And went to the grocery store, bought, you know, the detergent, and went to the laundry facilities with a friend. Okay. Started the laundry and poured in the detergent. And my friend looked at me and, like, was going to start. I was starting the laundry. And she looked at me and she goes, aren't you going to put soap in there? And I kind of looked at her and was like, I did. Did didn't you see me? She goes, that's fabric softener. Oh. I thought it was just a really cute, like, college-sized <laughs> bottle of detergent. Oh. This fabric softener. She's like, you have to put soap in there, too. I was like, oh, yeah, right, yeah. of course. <gasps> I was so embarrassed. And I, it's, it's not, I, my mom did a wonderful job raising me. I can cook. I can do laundry. I can yeah. fold laundry really well. Yeah. I cleaned bathrooms without complaining. Yeah. All growing up, right? Yeah. 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 It was just this one little oversight. <laughs> I had no idea it's that you had to like law. pay attention to that. Who Imagine knew? Imagine that. 
Wonderful. So yeah, uh, I think it's wonderful that your nine-year-old does laundry. And you know what? My 11-year-old can do laundry too. Oh, good. Mostly because I'm terrified that he'll have that same experience someday. <laughs> I'm saving you, son. Yes, I'm yes. saving you. Yes. Well, I just got tired of her being like, mom, where's my shirt? And it's like, I look, lady, like if you want it right now, you got to go do yourself. That's what it turned yep. into for me. Yeah, that's smart. Okay. So after hearing about all the summer sweats, we naturally wanted to know, what are all of our listeners doing to keep cool this summer? Because yeah. even though it's snowing in Utah, presumably yeah. it's hot in other places. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's actually quite, let's go back to the weather for a moment. Kind of <laughs> interesting, right? We have a hurricane on the west, a hurricane on the east, fires in the north, snow in the mountains. Like, what is next? We had an earthquake yesterday in Utah. I'm sure you heard did that. Did you get that notification? I sure did. I didn't so feel weird. it. I, I thought my husband it. just tooted. I don't know what was going on. <laughs> but... Uh, it was the weird. The weather's weird. The weather's very weird. I don't right think now, earthquakes so. are considered weather, are they? What well <laughs> they be considered? I don't actually know. What would they be considered? Just a natural disaster phenomenon. No. Here's the story. When I went to college, <laughs> here I we go. A, I took a geology class. Did you? That'd be interesting. It actually was. I really yeah. enjoyed it. And my professor was from China. She was oh delightful. Cool. Also struggled to pronounce certain letters and okay. sounds okay. in the alphabet. Okay, great. And one of those was the letter V. <sighs> so when we were on the earthquakes, the rocks mood. They mood back and forth. They mood up and down. They mood in waves. And I about Very died good. every time. Every time. So anytime I think about a, a, an earthquake in general, yeah. in my head, I'm always saying, because the rocks are mooing. <sighs> <laughs> Every time, and that's that's that, you, you know you should write a thank you letter to that teacher yeah, because of you I'll never forget and earthquake. That's earthquake also unit. all I remember from geology yeah. is that rocks move. That, <laughs> that's hilarious. That's <laughs> hilarious. What are people doing to stay cool? That's what we really asked. What are the people doing to stay cool this summer? Yes. So one listener said popsicles and ice cream. Yes. All the time. Yes. Uh, yes, as a main dish, as the main meal. We actually do that. I know you do. It's a great tradition. Every summer. Yeah, we did it just two weeks ago. Oh, that's cool. Wait, why don't you tell the people about it? They like it. <laughs> what? They like it. <laughs> tell I'm, them they like it. I, I, I they like it. Hey, ice cream. Hey, I do. <laughs> <laughs> How many accents can we fit into one, one episode? It's because I said tradition, which put me into Russian mode because I was really thinking tradition. So I was turning into Tevya. That's why I said it like that. They like it. That's why I said I, it. I was picking up some Italian there, but okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm a lady of many talents. Yes, you are. Yes, thank yes you. you. Go are. ahead. All right. So when we lived in Boston, there is a fundraiser for the Dana-Farber Cancer Institute. Yes. Right. This amazing hospital and research center for cancer. And one of the fundraisers they do is an all you can eat ice cream event. It's way cool. It is very, very cool. And it's not that expensive. So you pay just this flat fee for your ticket to get in. And then you go and we would eat ice cream for dinner. Wow. And every year we went, for, I think four years. And every year, we would go, we would try to beat our previous year's number of cups of ice no cream that we had consumed as a family. Yeah. So you, you can actually go back in my personal Instagram and see all of the years. And we have the stack of cups each year. No way. Yes way. 
we had a lot of ice cream. Whoa. It was a lot. But it was also magical. It was so fun. In fact, one of our hacks, we learned this early on, is to take a cupcake tin or a muffin tin. Oh, yeah. So that way, one of us could be with the little kids, right? Because by the time we left, I think our last scooper bowl is what it's called. Cool. That's cool. By the last scooper bowl, we had three kids under the age of five. And you can't stand in line to get your ice cream with all those kids. It just doesn't work. So one of us would stay with the kids while the other one would take the muffin tin and walk up to whichever group, like Ben and Jerry's would always have a stand. And then Hood. I'm trying to think if there were any like other big national ones, just like local ice cream places. That's cool. But you'd take it up and... What are they going to do? Tell you no? No. It's all you can eat. So you just put little, you fill up the whole muffin tin and walk away with 12 cups of ice cream. So you cool. you come back and you divvy them out and eat as much as you can. And then when a kid is done, you stack it up and here's your next scoop. Keep going. Whoa. We've got a record to beat. Eat more ice cream. Let's go. <laughs> oh my gosh. Fun. So when That's we fun. moved, we wanted to keep that tradition alive, but also... COVID kind of added an interesting, like, I don't know, turn of events. Yeah, because you were able to, like, do a virtual Scooper Bowl. Cool. And then one year here in Utah, anyway, like, every year there was just some way that we were able to keep doing it. And so now we do it every summer as a family tradition. We don't tell the kids when we're doing it. We just load them in the car, show up at a grocery store, and say, happy Scooper Bowl. Go pick out a thing of ice cream, and it doesn't matter what ice cream it is if they want a pint that's fine if they want a big you know gallon big gallon oh don't tell them about those they haven't bought one of those yet but usually those aren't the best flavors no no they always want weird flavors so this year we ended up with like a neapolitan oh and then a bomb pop tub of ice cream so it's like you remember those that's like the red and the white and the blue that actually is really good it wasn't good. Ooh. Oh, I love bomb pops. Do you know what? My kids loved it, but it was a little too um, it's, it's an, artificial. It's, and it's really red. Yeah. It was really red and yeah. white and blue. Yeah. The yeah. white's fine. I could yeah. dig the the lemon. I think it was like a lemon flavor oh, in the middle. Interesting. But the other two, whoa, they were electric. Interesting. Electric. And then one of my daughters picked out a little Debbie hmm. brownie, cosmic brownie. Ooh, I love that lady. Flavor. Oh, Yeah. Oh, really? It was terrible. Yeah, it was on, not Debbie. good. I know. We were all very Step disappointed. So, Ben and Jerry's Star. continues to be delicious. Awesome. No spoiler there. But How fun. Anyway, and then we donate some money to Dana-Farber just as a... That's cool. Because that's what all the money went to yeah. in the first place. But. That's cool. I hope that other people take on that tradition. That's a really cool tradition. Yeah, so that's how Love we keep it. cool. But uh, in your house, Amanda, are you a ice cream family or a popsicle family? Mm. What are you guys? Oh, probably a popsicle because we eat a lot of Malonas and creamies. Mm. We don't eat a lot of ice cream because actually it takes up a lot of freezer space. And I don't have a lot of freezer space. So I usually get popsicles because then I can stick them in the crannies, Mm. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So probably popsicles. Yeah, those Malonas are really tasty. Thanks to you, I know about them. Oh, so good. Costco. Yeah. And, but you guys are ice cream. I feel like you guys always have some good ice cream. Yeah, we're solid ice creamers. I like that. Mm -hmm. Okay. We right. are getting creative over here. Yeah. The next listener says they invested in a bounce house to yeah. fit in their dining room. They said, we are desperate over here. I love it. Honestly, you made a good call. That was a good call. I have two bounce houses that I have bought on two different Black Friday deals. Do not regret it. One of them lives outside and one of them stays in the basement. Mm-hmm. The one that's outside, I often will duct tape a hose to the top and put like some of that like Johnson and Johnson tear-free body wash in there. So it's like a big bubble bath. Mm-hmm. 
no child has ever been disappointed. No, it's way fun. My kids have loved that. And it's like an easy bath. I know some people are like, it's not a bath. You know what? There's water and bubbles. So I would like you to tell me otherwise. Water, bubbles, hose them down. Yeah. Get them in their PJs. They might have grass in their hair, but who even cares? That's why you hose them down. A lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you don't. Sometimes. So like soap in their hair. Totally. You ever done that? Totally. Have, oh. So when you go to like spray their hair and do their hair the next day, it starts to sud up it's when you're brushing disgusting. it. And you're like, my sweet child. What is happening so here? Uh, so yeah, yeah, that was a good call. Yeah, I've learned this trick from you. Also, if your home is not big enough, you just find a, like a church gym or some sort of open space, right? Yeah. Set up the bounce house, bring some scooters, pop some popcorn, let the kids run feral. It is an excellent way to beat the heat, but also yeah. really nice in the winter months too. Yeah. I think that if you have, if you have kids like young kids, if you are a member of a church or have a congregation or live near a school, like people want to help you. <laughs> so I actually think if you went to someone and said, Hey, I, can I have access to the gym? Like mm-hmm. on Friday afternoons, I bet they would say yes. Yeah. Either they give you a key or they let you in because Who's going to turn away a mom with with four little kids in a bounce house? Like, yeah, just pinch all your kids before yes. you get there, so yeah. they're crying and they look desperate yes. for a place to play. Yeah, take their coats off so it looks like they're like <laughs> really cold in the winter. Yeah, push them in the snow before you like get up to the door. But yeah, 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 like, all those things. There's access to other big areas, so if you get tired of the dining room, you can move it around. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Okay, what else do we got? Uh, another listener says they only go out in the AM. They must be from Arizona. So I was talking to my friend the other day. She said that, you know, she used to go out only in the morning, but she lives in Phoenix area Mm. and it only cools down in the night to like 99. So she's like, when you wake up in the morning, it's still like 102. It's like, whoa, gross. The earth is like baking. Like it doesn't have time to cool off. Mm. It still is like baking hot. It's Mm -hmm. really interesting. I'm trying really hard not to get back into meteorologist mode. (laughs) Tell us more about that. How does the earth bake? You know, it's a science. (laughs) The sun. The Uh, core, obviously. What do you say? The sun. sun. We can't get into this right now. It's a she says, she says. Potato, potato. (laughs) It all works out. All right. Hand fans. That was another suggestion. You know, one thing that I would always buy when I lived in New York City and would go downtown to Chinatown. I'd get with those hand fans. Did you try to rhyme that? No, it just like came out. Downtown, Chinatown. Yeah. When I went downtown to Chinatown. Uh-huh. But you know, all those, they would like have those stands on the street that were just like full of junk. Yeah. And they were always selling those fans. You know, they're like. The accordion fans? Yeah. Yes. From, thank you. The what fans? From Mulan where it's like. And then you're like fanning yourself. I always had like a stash of those. Really? They're like 50 cents and I you would be on a subway and you're sweating. And I actually miss having an accordion fan on me. Really? I should start carrying those around. should fix that. Well, yeah. Take care of that. Ooh, let's send some to the listeners. That's a great idea. I'm going to do that. I'm going to send some to you too. Okay, thank you. (laughs) All right. Another listener said they uh, use the pool to cool off. Makes sense. Yes. Makes sense. All right. And finally, another listener mentioned they go to Target. Yeah. Well, that's answers all problems. That's why we chose that answer for the last because it makes the most sense. It's the easiest place. They They can fill all of your needs in one location. Godspeed. Target will solve global warming. It really will. It and really will. Teach us geology. <laughs> There's probably a book there somewhere. <laughs> okay, so how do you feel unpacking all of that? Are you ready to move on from summer? Absolutely. Okay. If I didn't make that clear in the beginning, let me okay. make it clear now. 
It just feels good. Yes. Okay. Okay. I mean, summer takes some real stamina. Mm-hmm. It's not for the faint of heart. No. You can't mess around. You got to be prepared. You can't go into it like thinking you're just going to bum your way through it. Summer is not for messing around. No. Zero fun. No. Don't do it. That's right. Planned fun only. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So anyways, I think we're in a good place now. Do you? Yeah. What does this say? I don't want to read that. I don't even want to read that. I don't even want to read that. (laughs) (laughs) Actually reading it now. Let me see what I wrote here. Okay, so yeah, even though I'm sad to see it go, I am happy not to have sweat dripping behind my knees anymore. I actually put on jeans for the first time yesterday. Felt nice. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, it felt nice. Good for you. Good. No sweat behind the knees. I feel like I can accept it now. And on that note, it is time to put the baby to bed. Please take a minute to rate, review, comment, leave us some feedback or love. We'll take whatever you have for us because we love you and appreciate you. Be a friend to everyone. Thank mm-hmm. you.